Welcome to the Aussie Boys podcast. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jamie. And uh, this is a new one for us. Uh, so we're two lads, uh, 21 years of age. How are you? Are you 22? 22, but he's counting, really. He's counting, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're from Melbourne, Australia, and uh, we are now going to be doing a podcast on Glasgow Celtic, our uh, uh, soccer team of choice, or football team of choice. Yeah, you shouldn't say... Shouldn't say soccer. Do no, it. because we're trying to appeal to people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to do week by week, um, hopefully as much as we can, uh, basically talk about our passion for the game, uh, for the team and the club, and also um, what we've learnt along the way. Um, Jamie's actually uh, new to new to Celtic. I, I've been brought up with it uh, as a young kid. What we'll do is we'll introduce ourselves to start it off. So Jamie, do you want to? Just want to introduce yourself and uh, to the listeners. <laughs> you put me on the spot here. I don't, yeah. What am I introducing myself about? Well, uh, I mean, I'll, I could say that, like. Well, let, let's let's go from what <laughs> what you've told what we've. This wasn't we, on the rundown. This wasn't on the rundown. I'm sorry. Uh, put him on the spot here. So, what's happened is since probably day dot for me. Um, I've been a Glasgow Celtic fan. Um, me being Adrian. <laughs> uh, what. <laughs> My mum was born in Elgin uh, in Scotland and um, grew up in Aberdeen, Glasgow and um, Edinburgh as well. Uh, so in those three places as well, also across uh, all of Europe. Uh, so so she's basically picked, hand-picked uh, Glasgow Celtic uh, since she was younger. And uh, when I asked my mum when I got into uh, football, um, what I liked, uh, she said, I said, oh, well, what team do you go for, mum? And she told me uh, Glasgow Celtics. So I've kind of been a supporter since since I was a very young age. Uh, Jamie, on the other hand, uh, do you want to explain how you kind of got into it? Well, it was about, I don't know, what, two or three months ago? Yeah. I should probably speak into the mic, that's good. Yeah. Uh, about two or three months ago, and you just we just happened to get on the topic, because I said I just bought a new, new FIFA, because we we're going to get into it. I was starting to sort of, because I've always been a, I wouldn't say I was a soccer fan, but I've always kept it on it, but now I'm sort of more into it from playing that. Helps you recognise the players and everything. And then you sort of mentioned how you were a, I think we are talking about different teams we supported in the leagues, because there's so many. Um, and then you sort of mentioned about the uh, Scottish Premier League and who you went for. And I was like, well, I felt a bit, I, was, I said, yeah, I'll go for them as well, Celtic, but then I felt a bit bad because I, I realised that they've won like, you know, since 1985, it's just been Celtic or the Rangers that have won the SPL. So I felt a bit bandwagony because I'm not the type of person to do that with my other teams. Like, they all suck, all my other teams. Um, but then I thought, well, I mean, you know, you can't choose your... Yeah, you can't choose what you, you got I mean, you can choose, you can choose them, but, like, yeah, I'm, I'm brought up with them because you, you yeah. went for them, so I suppose that counts. And I think I think um, when I when I introduced Celtic to you, uh, it was something very... Um, I was very passionate well, you, about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you spoke from the heart, so it sort of appealed to me, and I was sort of like, because I didn't, I had no idea that they were like that successful yeah. until I re- did the research. Yeah, obviously. And I mean, I think, um, I mean, my mum has obviously been supporting them probably in that era as well, to be honest. But um, but no, she was a bit before before then as well. Um, so a bit before those amazing successes, and I mean, she was still really part of it if you think about it. I mean, we've won a European Cup, so <laughs> we won. Uh, the cha- what is now the Champions League once before, so I guess you could call us a very, very successful club. But I think um, the great thing about us is 
in the context of the Scottish Premier League, we're a, a giant, a, a, a Goliath of a game. And as a club and as, as a fan base, we definitely are. Uh, but in Europe as a team at the moment, I think we're struggling very, very hard. And I think that's something, one of the topics we'll talk about later about our, how we how we fare in, in Europe and stuff. But I think that's another thing to look at as being the underdog in that regard. Well, yeah, and then on the flip side, obviously, with the Rangers relegation, <laughs> it's jelly and ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> Sort of enjoying it being at the top right now. Yeah, I think I think that's another thing to. I, as much as all Celtic fans, including myself, uh, we we go with that saying "jelly and ice cream" the day that uh, Rangers. I was wondering what you're about that. I yeah, was like, Is there a, yeah, it's a, it's a saying. So Jamie wouldn't know about it much because again, he's he's learning as this podcast progresses. He'll be learning. I'll be obviously teaching him more but he's also learning more to teach me as well when it comes to like statistics and all that kind of stuff as well so it's really good because this this also shows not only the love and passion for Celtic but also the progression of Jamie's love for the game as well yeah it's not just a, it's not just a podcast about Celtic the team it's a podcast about my journey along the way and seeing what I can pick yeah. up from just watching it in general and like to be honest football's not really a sport like Call myself like a you know sports fanatic in most senses, but football's not really the sport that I've always been into. Yeah, and since then, obviously, I've started following other teams just as much. Yeah, football football wise. So yeah, it's good to get, and you actually get a really like I actually do appreciate football a lot more now. It's a lot more skilled than you know some would think. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, growing, yeah, yeah. I mean, growing up in Australia, like we've. Aussie rules is the big game, and and to be honest, if you if you liked football. Um, before the A-League, which what's only 10 years ago old, um, which is the Australian League, um, yeah, you you wouldn't really know much about it. and You're not brought up with it. Um, it's because the league's only 10 years old. You're kind of not born and bred into it. So it's kind of cool, like, uh, with me, with, like, Celtic and kind of bringing that passion across to to what Jamie wants to wants to do. And, like, it's great to have an, a friend to follow in this country as well with, with uh, the team. And, like, football's not even on. Only the A-League is on free to air. Even then, it's not on hardly at all. Yeah. And EPL, well, they just got... Fox have just lost the rights to EPL. So that, But before then, that was all that was on. There wasn't any mm. other games on... That's it. ...in Australia at all. Um. So, I mean, I think the best part is that jelly and ice cream is that uh, it's the saying that where Rangers are out of the league the day that they leave the, the league it'll be jelly and ice cream like uh, it'll be it'll be one of those days so I think um, is that like is that like have your cake and eat it too kind of it's not really it's it's kind of just being like that's a, it's a good day it's mm. a good day that they've left kind of I guess it's like kind of saying it's it's a little bit more spiteful than what it actually sounds uh, if you say it and a Rangers fan hears you honestly over social media they'll blast you and want to kill you uh, but that's the old firm for you, uh, the Derby. So what would happen now is when they do come back in the league, I think as much as, yeah, you've been brought into the amazing success of the Celtic Football Club in, in the Scottish Premier League, you'll also see the tough how tough it'll be against the Rangers next year. And most likely, I mean, chances of not progressing would be ridiculous. But uh, So they'll probably be with us as well. But I like to see how we go in Champions League uh, or Europa next year. Hopefully Champions League. I really want us to qualify for that. Gutted that we lost to Malmo to not qualify and then gutted to lose against uh, all the teams in Europa. So, But we'll move on to that in a minute. But the next thing that I wanted to kind of touch upon was um, with, with you learning the game now, Jamie, as in like for learning football in general um what have you picked up on with celtic specifically like i think 
would be the one thing that we want to tell our listeners is what have you picked up on with Celtic as someone who's from the outside looking in and now part of the inside? What what are the players that you've noticed that are stand out? What 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 kind of stands out to you with Celtic's game in comparison to the EPL and, and other teams? I guess just like what players have you noticed that are of good calibre? The first few games that I watched, it was uh I think it was that game against with Van Persie playing back oh, is back this is a couple months ago Fena, Fenerbahce yeah and we saw Griffiths I think it was Griffiths and uh, Cummins yes and they got firing yeah I can't remember if we won that game actually no it was a draw yeah yeah right. it was shit <laughs> we're yeah, up and then we saw we saw obviously Ambrose yeah. yeah Ambrose with that back pass yeah but uh, I mean obviously being, being an Aussie Rogic is one that we sort of look out for oh, of course seems, he seems to be getting better and better as it goes on I think we're getting a lot more support in, in Australia with Celtic, which is kind of cool. I mean, I think we had it before. Um, I don't know if you ever remember, but do you remember a guy called Scott McDonald? Yeah. Scott McDonald, he played for Celtic. Aust- Aussie boy. He? No, 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 he wasn't. No, okay. he wasn't. That's all right. <laughs> Scott McDonald, um, yeah, he was a Aussie, played for Celtic for a good time, and he was getting a lot of publicity here for it. And like when I, I was like, oh, an Australian playing for Celtic, this is brilliant. Um, but then now Tommy Rodgick has kind of taken the flame, <laughs> as per se, and like uh, he's, he's, I don't know, I... I think we're a bit biased, but geez, he's looking good. He's very young as well. So it'd be good to see where he kind of ends up from here and, and who else might end up at Celtic. Um, there's a couple of guys from the A-League who could probably go across, but um, it's a very hard bridge to cross. I mean, it's unlikely that anyone in the Scottish Premier League is going to be looking at the A-League. I mean, it's not really I mean, it's not really a league that I ever thought about. Like obviously, you've got, got the EPL and all the, you know, mm. the Spanish ones. So it's not really a popular league. I suppose it is popular, but it's not as popular as... Especially looking from an Australian Yeah, point of view. But it's big. I think it's getting bigger now. I mean, with in Australia at least, with Roger playing in that squad and the more game time he gets, the more people are kind of... You, you kind of see on the posts on like all the sports pages and stuff like that. Well, I mean, if we've seen anything about Jared Hayne, oh. we've seen that Australians love to jump on Band someone wagons. from nowhere. Oh, God. Be it, be it for better or worse, yeah. worse in that case. And I th- but, yeah. I kind of agree with you there. I, th- I think what makes me laugh is that, like, it, a lot of people might go, oh, it's because Rogic's playing that you, you go for Celtic or something like that. It's like, no, no, no. Followed them since yeah. I can remember. <laughs> so, which is which is the same thing with, with another side that I follow, that they're really, they're really popular and really firing at the moment. It's not yeah. it's not football-related. But, um, yeah, and everyone just assumes that I go for them because they're that good, but... Yeah. It's not at all. It's just because I, I happened to watch a game with them and they won it and then I went for them about like eight years ago. Yeah. So it's and it's the same thing with a lot of the um people. I mean it, it's good like uh, I'm I'm sure I mean mum was telling me in Scotland, like it's one of those things where um what you're born with is what you stick with and, and I think that's what's you you kinda see it with Australian rules. But because with with so, with uh, so, soccer and football slash football um, being the world game, it's starting to really touch the shores in Australia. And I think a lot of it, it, it's a little little disappointing because a lot of people are jumping on the big teams such as Real Madrid, uh, jumping on Manchester United, jumping on Chelsea, Man City, all those kind of ones. And it's disappointing because um, you want to follow the little leagues. Um, the smaller leagues and, and follow a team to get their success in Europe and I think that's my favourite part about being a Celtic supporter is I get the success of the Scottish Premier League but I also get the the unknown of, of Europe and I think that's what we're going to get 
going down the track and these episodes we're going to touch upon like what we get as a Celtic fan like you get that awesome adulation of wow we've hit the peak here but where else can we go from there and what can we do in Europe yeah I suppose that's the benefit of having like a Champions League because like I assume that for other clubs like for some clubs they don't play obviously you don't play your best strength team at the first round but some clubs they don't care about as much and they sort of favour the EPL or whatever Yeah. but for Celtic I mean they've conquered it so where can they go to yeah, I mean, I mean, this year, if if we if we win the league, it'll be five in a row, um, and that's five in a row. I'm pretty sure since the Rangers have been out, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I mean, again, as I was saying before, Julian, I screamed that that Rangers have been out, but it'd be good to get the old firm back, and the old firm is what they call the the derby. And I mean, you've still got to get it done. Yeah, like, you know, you got to do with what you have, the Glasgow derby or or the old firm, and I mean. It's the most, it's known as the biggest rivalry in sport, in general. Yeah, we've had a couple of conversations about how uh, lethal and brutal it can get, or it has been. It's, it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane, and I think um, I think that's another cool thing is that you don't get that in sport in in this country. Um, so in Scotland to have that, I mean, it's not all good. Obviously. No, I mean, someone argued that that's it shouldn't it's, be fisticuffs. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be in fisticuffs. No, but um, I mean, I think. That friendly rivalry, <laughs> friendly. But in one way, it summarizes up man, because yeah. I I I don't know who it was, but I think it was an I don't want to say it was the wrong person, but I think it was an ex Celtic goalkeeper. I think who said that he was like he wanted to punch, or he felt bad yeah. that he didn't yes, punch. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember something. who it was. Yeah, uh, what yeah. was it that he was sorry he didn't punch him or something? Yeah, he, he's sorry that he didn't. Yeah, knock, knock the guy out when he had the chance. Yeah, and. I mean, it's it, it's you'll you'll get that with time with many leagues. That's the Australian league in general. Would, would that the Melbourne derby is becoming bigger, but it's not ever going to be as big because it's the big brother versus the little brother. Whereas, like you get in Sydney, where there's the Sydney and Western Sydney derby, that's a big one. That's one that it will one day, one day maybe match the 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 old firm, the Celtic Rangers game, um, but. I hope it doesn't because it's it's amazing to be a part of a team such as Celtic to to actually support that and and be in a be the only ones in the world who can experience that uh, as a fan. I was probably changing the pace a little bit, but I think should we mention that like it's going to be a, I mean obviously it's a Celtic podcast, but from time to time we might differ to the A League or yeah, our yeah. Own stuff that's going on, you know, such as you know, it 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 is. It's we're we're called the Aussie Boys. There, there's a, it's we, the reason we didn't well, call yeah, it the Celtic podcast. Yeah. We we are Celtic themed. It's going to be about. We're gonna later on. We're gonna preview the next game. Uh, we're also gonna talk about the previous game and what happened in Europe. But um, much like most radio shows and podcasts on the air, you have your own uh, inside chats, and the listeners will get to know that we'll we'll also have a, a little rundown of our indoor team, <laughs> just to just to ke- kind of keep <laughs> things going. Just we need bit, to tell someone about it. We need so. to tell someone, so we thought we'd tell you guys. But no, it's just it's a bit of fun, and I think um, it's f- f- hopefully for the listeners, you, you guys get to enjoy the talk about Celtic and join in with us, and we can we can do question and answer things through our Twitter, which is uh, our uh, at handle is Aussie Boys. That's it. That's Aussie Boys, which is A U S S I E B H O Y S. That's it. And we do have a if you need a if you decide you want to email instead. Longer than 140 characters. It's Aussie boys. Same same spelling at gmail.com. Cool. I and think I, that's correct anyway. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, I, I think that 
Um, as this progresses, I mean, this is week one. For some people, this this podcast might be irrelevant from down the track, but I think it's good to talk about um, Celtic, talk about our love for the game, talk about your progression learning, uh, talking about our progression, like, and just, just having fun uh, in the meantime. So I think uh, it... It'll be, I mean, I think our, fan, uh, our fans, <laughs> our listeners will understand uh, our off-topic conversations at points. But uh, back on to a topic, um, I was hoping um, we could talk about the last game, if that's cool with you. Yeah, which is a game I actually watched most of. Yep. Sometimes it's hard to find ways to watch it. Yeah. But I actually managed to do both of it at that's this it. time. I- it's a pretty, uh, apart from the, the first goal that we gave away was pretty... That was ordinary yeah. at best. But they, they were pressing. Um, and this... Just recapping, this is uh, the game that we played uh, at the in the Scottish Highlands uh, against Inverness. Um, yeah, it was a very tough game. What did you what did you pick up from that? Who, who are your... All right, we'll go... Let's go with your best and worst players. Or best and worst... Like, what, are your, what did you pick up on? Best and worst things of the game? Uh... Well, I don't know. We looked. We looked. I don't know about individual players, but we looked vulnerable at times, especially in the first half. Mm. And obviously, that goal that we gave away mm. probably shouldn't have really happened. But like like we've seen to do, we found we found a way to break through and grind out the win. Um, four shots on target each, which is pretty pretty average if you think about I it. I mean, low, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we won 3-1, um, which was a very good scoreline, but to see four four shots apiece um, really kind of showed, I guess the I guess the weather conditions up there were f- absolutely f- Arctic freezing and, and the winds were ridiculous, but... One of them wasn't really even a shot, was it? No, nah, I think like... Or do they not count that anyway? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know, but like, the it was incredible. Like, we had, we had seven shots in total, four on target. They had five shots on... Uh, on and only f- and four of them were on target, so they were the more accurate side. I think we just, I think we just had more possession. Our possession was only fifty two percent to forty eight. So again, it, it, without the corners, which were eight to four, I really couldn't see much of a difference. And then obviously, Vanessa's offsides were four to nil. So it's really what you kind of pick from it. Um, what did you think of our debutant? Well, I don't understand. Firstly, I don't understand. I mean, you've t- you've told me this, but you until understand? you told me, yeah. I didn't understand the hatred towards Carlton Cole. Just obviously, from an outside, I just thought I didn't understand. Yeah, you sort of since told me a little bit of the reason. Yeah, um, but I thought for someone that came on like for thirty minutes or something, yeah, that he did pretty well, and I would be claiming that goal. <laughs> You'd be claiming that what was considered by opposition an own goal, but not really, not really. I, I wouldn't. Suggested he kicked it twice and then handball, handballed it in. So he got more kicks on it than the touch. Yes, so that, that, but they that's did the put it in. Thing. But I would still claim it. Yeah, I I look at. I mean, Cole's one of those plays where he he has a presence. He's big. He's a very big body. Um, so it really took the pressure off Lee uh, Lee Griffiths. So I think. Yeah, okay, like, I know we're, I was a bit harsh on it myself um, because I kind of really wanted Nadir Chiefchi to still get more of a chance and more of a run, but I guess he's young and he's got a, a, I think he's got a five-year deal with us, so, I mean, deals mean nothing in in football, but I think um, hopefully we keep Nadir Chiefchi around because he, he could be a presence as well. He's a big unit. Um, I guess he's just a bit too young to kind of go for it, whereas Cole's got a little bit more experience. Uh, what did you think of... Uh, 
McGregor's goal, the first goal, the big one outside of the box. Yeah, that's a good strike. Yeah, I uh, he I think was it was it him that missed? I think there was a shot before that as well. I don't know who that was, and it was it was from a similar position, and that went wide. I think then, it might have been Griffiths. Yeah, and then that one was yeah. I didn't really even expect it to go in, but it was just a good good strike. I think McGregor. I think McGregor was just kind of going for. I've got no room. There was there was no one to go to, and he just went forward, just went bang, and it was I. <laughs> I put I put up on our Twitter feed like uh, there was a hashtag, which was uh, we love Callum. I think it was for some boy band or something. But uh, I thought it was to do with McGregor because holy <laughs> shit, that was a good, good, the, good. Goal. The problem with doing one almost a week after the game is I don't remember a lot. It was it wasn't the greatest quality to watch it either. So it's yeah, it was <laughs> hard to. It's hard to talk about. I think another thing, a somber feeling, is we we feel a bit bad talking about it also because Europe was such a big expectation. And I think we'll we'll talk about that a bit now before we move on to the preview of the next game. But what did you pull from the game, uh, uh, like the games that we played in Europe? Like, was it, did you think it was disappointing? Do you think we should have done better, or do you think that's probably where we sat? Do you think we were better than the performances we gave, or or do you think that's probably where the Scottish Premier League's at at this stage that it's not going to be up that well that caliber? I would think we're. In a, I wouldn't think it was up to that standard, but I would say we're an exception having been up there but then I don't know maybe the, the forms of the other and this isn't putting shit on them but maybe the form of the other teams are sort of bringing us down a bit yeah so as we, should, we should be doing better because on paper we have a pretty awesome team yeah and I, I, I would have thought we would go we would go I mean just from an outsider perspective I don't yeah. know anything but I would have thought we would have gone further but I feel like like I just said that the other teams like it, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel that competitive. Yeah, the SPL after at, you at get to moment, a certain point. Yeah, I think I think once you get to a certain point, I'm I'm hope I mean I'm not hoping I'm hoping we keep our winning streak alive, and I hope we hope we keep moving forward. But I think you're right in what you say. I think well, we haven't qualified for Champions League in about three, four years. I can't remember how long it's been. That's how long it's been um, since we've been in Champions League, and we've not been successful in Europa. We still haven't won a game in Europa in I think over nine matches or ten matches, and then we got Fenerbahce um, in two weeks after. Uh, so a week after this game against Ham- Hamilton Academical this weekend. So I think it's disappointing that that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't qualify. I mean, we probably should have beat Malmo to be in the Champions League, but we would have versed PSG, Real Madrid, and Shakhtar. We would have got torn apart. So I th- I'm kind of glad we didn't become the embarrassment of the Champions League. But I also kind of look at it as we are better better than what we put on the park for sure. We're yeah. definitely better than that. But I definitely agree with what you say. Like because we haven't been in Champions League for so long. Uh, the Scottish Premier League actually doesn't get funded for some money from UEFA. So if I'm pretty sure if a club qualifies from this, um, the Scottish Premier League, not just the club, but also the, the league gets more funding um, to help it grow so that way it can compete more. I, that's that's off the top of my head. I'm not even sure if that's true, but that's as far as I'm aware. And that's probably why there's not been as much there. Celtic hasn't really spent much money in the last five years. We haven't bought anyone big. The last biggest guy we had, last big, big player we had was probably Henrik Larsson. And we got him from Barcelona. So, like, I guess 
we haven't had a big guy to kind of compete. We haven't had a Nakamura or a or a Larson to kind of be the hero. And I feel like we need to invest not in a maybe not even an attacker, just a back four, a back four defense. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's a, probably a very very simple thing to say. Like, other teams probably do the same thing. But even adding like Cole, and you get Nachiski. Nadichivchi. Nadichivchi. Yeah. Um, that is. That just. That's me being very bad at pronouncing names. That's right. Um, that just adds depth. Like one of the, like say Cole or like Cummings or Griffiths could be used yeah. in one of those. You pro, I mean, in one of the SPL games, then use one in the Europa League or whatever. And I, th- I think that's what's was starting to happen. Um, we like. I mean, Mikael Lustig was mainly playing Europa, Europe games, and kind of just sitting out the SPL. Uh, you kind of caught uh, Nadia Chifji would play um, start on the field Griffiths would start off um, you would catch that a couple of times and then um, it would do vice versa in Europa uh, whereas Lee Griffiths would start on and then Chifji would come on later Rodjik would start would start in the SPFL games but he would um, in Europa come on late um, it was it was it was an experiment and most teams can do it but we just didn't have the depth to do it and we need a I mean, I think all Celtic fans are angry at the board at the moment because they haven't spent enough money. But uh, I, I, for one, want to tell you as a, now a fellow Celtic fan that that we can't accept this as something we should go for. And I know that it's being greedy. I know we've got. I know teams in the SPFL would kill to win the championship, but we can't just be happy with five in a row. That's great. But when what happens when rain, what happens if Rangers or or Aberdeen or or uh, St Johnston start picking up their game and start competing, and then all of a sudden we're the sec, we're a, a, a third or fourth team in a shitty shitty league, um, and then all of a sudden we don't even get to qualify for Europa, let alone even qualify for Champions League. So well right to be honest Rangers is probably the best thing if they when they come back in it's probably the best thing to, for us rivalry and it, it's something to not pick even that up just game. yeah competitiveness uh, you know improvement yeah and pick up our game and um I can't wait to hate on them more I can't wait to regret that decision that we're talking about now to get them back in the <laughs> league I can't wait to hate on them and can't wait to throw everything at the kitchen sink at them because I think rivalry is good very very good for growth and um, I don't know. I've been watching the Champions League what last I don't know ten years, and I'd, I mean not avidly every game, but I would see the caliber, and I'd watch Celtic back in the day. I'd watch Everton, um, my EPL team play, and like I'd watch how they would compete in Europa and sorry Champions League and stuff like that. And it's it's really essential for us to to compete in it because that's when you get more money that's when you get more funding that's when the league improves so it's not only good for Celtic but it's good for the SPFL in general because like I said before funding um, picks up everyone else's game other players so Hamilton Academical are playing us this weekend right they are not favourites they are well well below favourites correct and the money that we will put into these plays, which will then compete against Hamilton Academic, or could teach them how to play better, and 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 everyone will improve, and therefore the caliber will pick up, and then one day Celtic will be getting through the knockout stages of Champions League again, and I think that's what I'd love to see. But do you want to talk about some? No, stats no, I just I was just gonna I was just gonna say, now obviously this will be. Oh, that's alright. Uh, <laughs> punch the mic in the face. Um, this might be a very simple thing to answer. I don't know, but I brought up a stat before that I think it's since uh, 
that around nine, uh, 1983 to four, I think it was, that it's either been Rangers or Celtic that have won. The, the, the league? This, the league. Yeah. Not That's not, obviously not including Scottish League Cups. Yeah. Anything like that. But that's just the main league, like the SPL itself. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Like, that's an incredible stat. Like, yeah. if, that was, if, that, if that was, say we'll say if that was Aussie rules, that would yeah. be crazy. Yeah, um, the the league would do something against yeah. it to yeah. stop it. Um, but I think the difference between football, well, so- soccer and uh, slash football in Australia uh, to Aussie rules um, is that Aussie rules is much about equalisation of the game. Hence, even, the even salary our, cap, yeah. Yeah, salary cap. Even in our A-League, our soccer league, there are marquee spots that are paid a certain amount, and there's there's equalisation to make sure everyone gets the same amount of players, money, all that kind it, of jazz. It, I've noticed it's a very Australian thing, the salary cap. Like in most of our Australian, in most of the sports that are in Australia, not necessarily Australian sports, but sports played in Australia, there's some form of salary cap. Yeah, and you don't get that often. There's hardly any in America, or there is, but it's really just really huge. Mm. Not really any in EPL, as far as I'm aware. No, no, I. I mean, you're getting these people, buying people out. I mean, example, Rangers are back on their feet after yeah, what cheating the system and then all of a sudden they're back on their feet paying off debts. I don't understand it, yeah. but that's because people have money and people who come in with money can pick people up um, and go from there. And, and I think um, you'll see that from time to time, but that's, that's incredible. And I think that's a, a massive example. And that's why Scottish League Cups become a big thing. I mean... I can't remember who won last year. I think it was um, it would have been probably pretty sure it was uh, Hearts, Hearts and Midlothian, Midlothian um, on the Scottish League Cup. But I've, that's how bad I am when it comes to remembering anyone other than Celtic. Um, but uh, that, that, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like that's become the thing to win now because they know that they can't get compete in the Scottish Premier League, uh, Scottish yeah SPFL, but. Yeah. That's what's become a thing now. Like I just find that insane, and hopefully uh, you'll see. Obviously, I mean, you're looking at teams like who was a big team that versed us. I mean, we we drew with Kilmarnock the other week. Um, we've played games against, um, lost against Aberdeen this year. So it's we have seen glimpses of hope from other teams. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as a Celtic fan, I'm, I'm rather enjoying this this season. It's it's always been a uh, we are know we can we can compete. We know we're going to bring the best out of us during this league. Um, it's just whether the other teams rise to the occasion throughout the year, um, and maybe next year we might see something a little different with uh, Rangers in the mix, and maybe that levels out some other teams or makes everyone rise to the occasion. So it'll be good to see um, because unfortunately the people of Ibrox will be back. I just want to fact check myself. That's as actually since 1985. Like I said at the intro, that they've it's been Rangers or Celtic, which that means that Celtic have now won forty six championships. Yeah, and since the Rangers relegation, they still have fifty four, which is just I'd like to see. I I'm not. I should have looked it up, but it would be like so far and away those two, and then yeah, who else? Like, it's it's definitely it's the one of the. Best and worst things of the the SPFL is that this rivalry has obviously created like the fact that both teams are so successful has created such a big rivalry. It's just a pity for the other teams, um, but we don't want to feel sorry for them because that's not how it works. But uh, uh, it, hopefully we'll see that. Um, but Ronnie Dyler, our, uh, our coach, has been under a bit of scrutiny 
if you think about it. Um, for for not, I think we're getting a bit. I mean, I guess we're. It's, lucky. it's all about perspective because yeah. I think when I heard when I was like first becoming aware of Celtic and I, I don't know if I watched a few games, but I kept it with the scores. Sure, they'd still won like. It was like they they had lost one or two games maybe, and he was under under pressure. Mm-hmm. And I just thought there's a lot of perspective needed there because that's you know we were under a winning mantra. And I guess he Ronnie Dyler is great. I I'm actually a supporter of Ronnie Dyler. I think he should stay. Um, I just think that the board should give him more money to spend. Well, not him, but the the management to to spend on more money on big defenders. I mean, since we lost Virgil Van Dyke uh, in the back half, which may have been playing when you were around uh, when you started following them I'm not entirely sure but basically Van Dyke's been the reason we'd been defending so well and then all of a sudden you've got I mean I'm not giving Ambrose a stick but I am um, Ambrose and um, you know Dedrick Boyata, Boyata. Um, so I mean I guess those boys are obviously they're going to learn they're, again they're young as well so they will pick it up as they go um, but we'll see how we go from there, I think. It, but the, it's bright, though. We've got Kieran Tierney, um, great guy. We've got Callum McGregor. They're all really good. Um, what else is there? There's uh, Scott Allen, who was a superstar, even though we lost in Europe. It was a superstar. thought he was uh, rather good. Um, so y- y- there's a lot of hope with the younger guys. I just think we need a big, big... Uh, not one guy to save us, but more one guy out the back to kind of just help us compete for Champions League next year. Yeah, I guess the thing about the salary cap, like like I said before, it ties into this, is that they couldn't really introduce one because otherwise those players are just going to leave for EPL EPL sides. Well, that's like, it. We're trying to get all these players in, and obviously it's those two, those two teams at the top, Celtic and the Rangers, but if they do anything about it, if the league does anything about it, those players leave. Well, that's it. And I, I think... Um... Well, Van Dyke went to Southampton, and Southampton have been pretty good of late, last year especially, mm. um, to the point, I'm pretty sure they were in Europa for, for a bit, I can't even remember. If I I'd rank them, I mean, I don't know a lot about, if obviously, football in Europe, but I'd rank them pretty even, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're pretty pretty good side, and Southampton bought him out, and it, he was getting the same sort of money at Celtic, if not, yeah, probably a little less, but... It's hard to keep people at a team that, yes, okay, he's getting successes, but he's done his job. He's won four in a row, won four championships. And let's be honest, the EPL is where it's at. And and that's where you're going to get. And if, if he wants to play for for his country, which is the Netherlands, like um, you, you want to do that. And and I think it's like that for a lot of players in every league. But I think it's hard for Celtic because Tommy Rogic is a massive example. He's there because he's young and he's fresh and he's going to be good. But if he gets better and he gets pretty pretty amazing like he's already becoming, um, he could be out of the door and at, at an EPL team because that's where it, the money is at. That's well, where I mean, the people are at. That's where the, everything's at. He was at moment. Victory, was he not? Uh, for a brief as period of time. Away, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a city. Very brief city. period of time. Yeah. And then, obviously, he's gone over to Celtic. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Well, I mean, you, you had that with Scott McDonald as well. Um, yeah, but it, just, it it's sort of like... I don't know, it's sort of... Because, you know, obviously to an outsider, I wouldn't have known about the SPL much. Yep. And then he goes over there. Obviously, it's a, more money or whatever, yep. more popular. And then he could probably attract EP, potentially EPL interest. If you play for any team in Europe, you're going to attract some form of interest, especially in this country. Because we think that if you play for a European club, then you're the, you're the big deal. 
for the next big thing. Um, but I guess also that big fish in the small pond mentality kind of happens for a lot of players. Aaron Moy for Melbourne City, uh, example of that. Um, we'll also have the example of that with um, uh, big fish, uh, Van Dyke, who we were talking about before. Uh, he was a big player, great player, legend of a player, um, but he's in a small pond, so he's going to dominate. Uh, Southampton, I, I've seen him, I play, watch him play a couple games. He's good but he's not as good as he was at Celtic. And that's because of the caliber of the league and, and what you're at and, and where we're at. And I think Champions League is definitely where we want to be next year. And I know I've emphasized that a lot. And I know every Celtic fans emphasize this a lot. But I think emphasizing to you, Jamie, is you'll follow with me for years to come and we'll, we'll hopefully see us rise for that. And that, that thing of bandwagon is out the door, I think, with you because this is something that's from the heart for us. Because if... if, if- there's one thing Australians are supposed to do. It's you pick a team or you you inherit a team yep. and you, you stay with, with it forever. And if you're the only one that has left a team, you lose a little bit of respect for them exactly. in that sporting way because that's not what you do nah. as an Australian traditionally. Yeah, and um, you, you stick with the team. And, and I'm still waiting on that Celtic jersey, by the way. Ah, yes. So, presented, we'll probably present next week. But, um, yeah, no, um, <laughs> for the listeners, I... Uh, have an old Celtic jersey, which was probably yeah, probably around the Scott McDonald days. It's got uh, the, it's the Nike jersey of actually it's a two thousand and eight or two thousand ten jersey. I can't remember, but um, it's a fortieth anniversary jersey of the Lisbon Lions. Uh, it's got Car- it's the Carling sponsor on the front. Nike still was sponsoring us back then. Um, rather nice jersey. Official and everything, um, but I have a stain on it um, of like sauce from a pie or something I ate. So um, I'm getting that steam clean for you, mate. From <laughs> so that way you you can have a fresh jersey, so you don't go this motherfucking game of shit jersey. So um, so what I've done is uh, I'll I've given I'll I'm gonna give Jamie in his first Celtic apparel, and I wanted that to be the jersey. Um, I really did. So he's excited for it, and I thought it was really small. It's actually rather big, so it'll fit you perfect. Um, because Jamie's more of a built bloke than I am. I'm more of a lanky <laughs> prick. Um, so, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> whereas I've got my new, the, this year's, uh, edition jersey and I've got number seven Nadir Chifji on the back. Um, I'm probably the only person on the planet who does have Chifji's number on the back, but he's number seven. And I remember when I was reading about him and when I saw him at Dundee United, I genuinely thought he was going to be the next Henrik Larsson for us. And I still think that. Um, he might not be. It might be let, let down and I'll just get a Griffiths jersey next year. But um, I, I had faith in Nadia Chifji and I still do. So definitely another topic to talk about um, as well. But um, what else we we're going to do is actually talk about the game this week. So this week's game, we've actually got uh, Hamilton Academical uh, for obviously in the SPFL. We have got them at 2 a.m. <laughs> on Sunday morning, uh, Australian time. But uh, I'm sure that's at some reasonable hour in Glasgow. Yeah, that's some ridiculous. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll be up anyway, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I love staying up for these ones because it's, it's good fun to text Jamie. Me and Jamie will we'll actually be live tweeting the game. So, Well, I think we're trying, I don't know about this week, but we're trying to sort of get together more often and watch them together yeah. if we can. Yeah, and we'll try and live tweet. And, and even I'm hoping one day we can even just do a live live um, reaction <laughs> videos of what, of us watching the game as well. And we could post that on our Twitter feed. But that's uh, at Aussie Boys. So A-U-S-S-I-E-B-H-O-Y-S. It's, that's where you went to school. 
That's why I went to school, because yep. I can spell like that. Um, but yeah, so we've got Hamilton Academical. Um, do you know much about them? I don't, to be honest. It's a great name. But apart <laughs> from the name, I don't know a lot about them. So the nickname for them is Ackies. Yep, I can see why. Yeah, because <laughs> the academical. <laughs> very obvious one. We're not a smart bunch. Um, but <laughs> but um, we've got uh, Celtic, obviously, top of the table, Hamilton, Hamilton Academical. The Ackies are at fifth position on 22 points with Celtic on 39. So rather big buffer. A, dropping a game here would be very, very disappointing. Uh, what are the odds? We've got $1.18 for Celtic <laughs> and $13 for Hamilton. Ab- well, I mean, you look at fifth and you're like, okay, fifth. And then you see the the, the points and the uh, the uh, favourite odds. The odds and it's, yeah. It's, and it, it, it is at home for us. So it's at Celtic Park. Um, so a game at Paradise uh, should should go down a treat, um, but uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, but I mean, in the last uh, year, twelve months, we've had five wins against them, one draw. They and Hamilton Ackies have actually got one win against us, which is rather surprising. Um, so I think this is actually our second last encounter with them before the end of the season which is actually still far away. Um, but we've got them one more time in February, uh, late February. So should be good to see where we're at. And hopefully we're well, well into the race then and secured a top spot and, and hope from there. But a lot can happen. And I guess I'm being a bit cocky saying we're going to get five in a row, but I'm very confident that we can, we can do it. So um, we also have our, let's check out stats for the club at the moment. So, our last five matches, this is all competitions. Do you want to read that one out for us? This is over the last five matches? Yes. So I'm not sure. Oh, this is obviously... Let's read... Yeah. No, let's read from the fifth to the yep. fifth to the first, which is loss, win, draw, loss, win. That's it. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So <laughs> it's... Uh, since, obviously, we started... So going backwards, we've won, won the last game, obviously. We lost against Ajax. Uh, we had that draw against Kilmanock, I'm pretty sure. Yes, and uh, we had that win um, uh, against Ross County and then, again, that loss against Mulder, which really hit home for, for me specifically. Do you want to read out um, our, our uh, stats for the year? Well, it's not really surprising who the top goal scorer is. It? No. Luke Griffiths also leads the top assist, which is like a double. Yeah. Um, so you want to repeat that? So it was Lee Griffiths with what? Yeah, let's just... Hang on, let's just... We'll pretend that didn't happen. Um, obviously, no surprises with Lee Griffiths as being the top goal scorer with 14 goals. And also, he he does lead the top assist as well with four, so that's quite a double. Um, surprisingly, Bitten has three yellow cards. Wow. Now, Bitten's is, been a bit reckless this season. He's a very good he player. He was pretty... He wasn't bad last week, though. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, and he got man of the match. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so he got man of the match um, by, obviously, the Sky Sports team. Uh, which we <laughs> legally streamed uh, online, uh, but uh, it was it was good to to see that. And then we've also got obviously FA Ambrose has got obviously got With that a red. red. Now I don't want to put shit on Ambrose, but of course it was Ambrose. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> Let's give him shit. No, he's FA Ambrose is a great guy, he, but as a player, I'm I'm not. <laughs> I, I no, I don't think he's been doing bad. It's just when I when I when I saw that game, which is about two or three months ago, like I said against Van Persie's side. Mm. It wasn't necessarily his fault, but he shouldn't have done it. He he didn't have any. There wasn't any talk. No. But he apparently had done that a few times. He said, "I 
F.A. Ambrose, I mean, me and another friend of mine at work, uh, he's not a Celtic fan. He says he's not, but he watches every Celtic game. Uh, so he, I'm, I'm basically basically converting the whole of Melbourne to Celtic. Slowly, and yes. Slowly but surely getting there. Um, but, you know, he, um, he, he takes me, and every time M- Ambrose uh, screws up, He's always like, Ambrose, like, text me. So I think it's a general consensus, even, like, on Twitter or, or even on the Facebook page. You see the comments about FA Ambrose. Yeah, when I saw that goal, when he, when he gave away that goal that time, I just saw the wrath of Twitter comments, and they were oh. all like, you've got to drop him. Why is, he, why is he playing? Well, the thing is, everyone wanted Ronnie Dyler sacked because of what FA Ambrose did. So FA Ambrose was not only costing himself bad rap, but he was basically put his manager under the bus. Uh, but... I think he's slowly improving. Um, he hasn't actually played. Um, I don't think he played last game, and maybe that's why we... I don't think he played the game up before that. Before well. that either, so yeah, I'm sure he's injured or we've dropped him, which good on good <laughs> on the team. But uh, no, I mean, if ever Ambrose is listening, you're a good guy, mate. Uh, but uh, And we'd love to get you on the podcast. We'd love to get you on the podcast, uh, Aussie Boys, at Aussie Boys. So that's at A-U-S-S-I-E-B-H-O-Y-S. Almost if you, failed If that you one. can spell that one, F-A, then you can definitely, definitely come in. Um, but no, on, I mean, I am, um, to be honest, our back half, Ambrose is hit and miss. You'll have a game where I go, man, you're actually playing really well, uh, FA. Other times I'm like, dude, like drastically terrible. Um, so it's good though. We've got uh, Cole up front with Lee Griffiths now. Um, I'm hope to see more of Nadir Chiefchi, but near Biton is basically. I, I'm hoping Rogic's going to be the next near Biton. Like he's basically similar build. Um, kind of looks very similar. I don't know if you can see the photo I'm looking at here, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, looks very much like him. Yeah. I mean, Nibotan has big ears, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like it, it, it's one of those things you kind of look at and go. I mean, if you think like you've got McGregor, Griffiths, Cummins, Cole, yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty that's good. a formidable sort of mid. That's not including Chief G. That's not including. Um, I mean, I guess Tierney doesn't count up front. Scott Allen doesn't really count up front, but they they are players who can play up front. Roger go up there as well. I mean, my my most improved player, and I'm very close to thinking for next season's jersey, getting Kieran Tierney's name and uh, on across the, the back, um, him. Um, I'm also hoping to see a little bit more from Armstrong. Armstrong was one of my favourite players at the start of the season. Same with Mackay Stevens. So um, Mackay Stevens and 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 uh, Armstrong really haven't been given it much of a go, but when they did, they showed very good. Very good uh, strength at the start of the season. I think they've just fallen away a bit. They haven't got much of a chance since then. Gary Mackay Stevens being the main sufferer, uh, not getting much game time. Uh, Armstrong will be, but um, as I'm talking so much, I'm realizing that Jamie's just he's taking it all in. So over the coming weeks, you'll kind of see it. It will be more Jamie talking. I think you just guys got to realize that uh, he's he's learning and it's very he's, it's, yeah, it's very much an outsider trying to trying to make his way in and yeah. he's definitely I mean the great thing is he has the passion for the team he texts me when sometimes when like I've I've missed the only games I've missed this year have all been those nil all draws which is amazing but Jamie will always text me when the game starts going are you watching and like I usually am but those for some reason those draws luckily I've fallen asleep with which sometimes is, I'll even ask him are you watching when I'm not 
I just know what time it's on. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's the great thing about Celtic is you're gonna find that. And I mean, heck, I can show you as much YouTube videos, and I can get anyone pumped about Celtic. That's the great thing about our fans, and and our supporters is that we're so passionate about this team. It's it's religious. It's like it is technically it's religious, anyways. But well, I mean, it's just, just you just have a passion in general because I don't know, like. I remember when uh, I think it was about oh, would have been maybe maybe six months ago probably probably less than that yeah four or five we're at uni and you were watching I think it was Dundee versus Dundee United oh yeah 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 and you were telling me this was the first four I had to into the SP, SPL and you were telling me how intense the game was yeah it was really it was like three two or four three or something yeah three two yeah yeah I think it was three two and you yeah. were like it wasn't even your team but you were just engrossed in like the rivalry and how close it was and yeah. I saw the highest as well it was really close and that was sort of the first time that. You'd sort of mentioned it, and you were sort of like they're big rival with big rivals with Celtic Dundee, especially. Yeah, I mean, I loved. Uh, I mean, the Dundee Dundee United, they haven't been in the same tier in a long time, um, so now they're in the same tier together. It's a big deal. It's I mean, like having sort Rangers of a, back. Yeah, sort of appreciate with Celtic and the Rangers, sort of. Yeah, thing, yeah. and uh, it's like having that back. And as much as the you know Dundee United wouldn't like that uh, having. Dundee Football Club in there, but it it was such an intense game, and the crowd gets into it. And I yeah, I do remember that game because it was it was one of the highlights of this season outside of any Celtic game, because you kind of saw two teams desperate to try and prove themselves against the other. And I'm pretty sure Dundee beat Dundee United, which is a big deal because they're shit. Like <laughs> so, like it was um, as far as I'm aware. I'm again, I'm. This I mean, it had me watching. Like, I was not focusing on uni, I can tell you that much. Yeah, and we were watching sitting there because I'd just got my Bean Sports membership and I'm just watching it like, fuck, this is the best best game I've seen in a long time. Um, but one thing, um, what I'm hoping to do as well with Jamie is um, we with my Bean Sports subscription, we actually get the Scottish Premier League highlights, weekly highlights. So I'm hoping after... Obviously, we're going to watch the Celtic game anyways, but to watch other games rather than having to watch every single game at that time. And maybe even sort of watch before a podcast, refresh our memory sort of thing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of games, you know. And, lo- and we can cover all the games. And we might even just cover league table standings and even just talk about the SPFL in general. And, and it, it means that we're all going to be further educated. Like, I'll be honest, I'm a Celtic fan since birth, but I don't know much about anyone else because the relegation, I mean, teams move up, teams move down. And we're not, um, we're not really used to that in Australia. No, nah, not at all. Well, there's no yeah, relegation exactly. system in Australia. So um, it's incredible to, to have that change. And I'm, I'm seeing all these teams even, that I remember when I was a kid didn't even, even exist. Even with the final system, Obviously, there is no finals. Yeah, because the Scottish League Cup's essentially that. Yeah, and like we're not even used to that in Australia because we just have we have finals no matter what. Well, yeah. So yeah. it's just a, sort of a completely different. Yeah, atmosphere. I mean, like if last year Melbourne victory in the A League, very big example, one came first. Yeah. So they won the so uh, they won the the, the minor uh, the minor Premiership. That's it. Which is what they, I think they call like no, they don't anyway. They 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 basically call it winning the league, but it's yeah. not, but it. But it's not that equivalent. Like it's like they get a trophy, but it's like well, we still got to play the finals. Yeah, you still got to play the finals because then the next week you play um, your quarterfinal or elimination final, um, and then you go to the semi-final, you finish, and then you go you, to the final. They have, they do have the quarters, don't they? I mean, yeah, they, so do, they, 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 they do, do have the qualification, don't they? So if you if you if you're first and second, you and you lose, you can play on the next week. You play the. Yeah, so what happens is it's it's a bit different. Um, yeah, you're right. So yeah, if you win the first, um, pretty you're first and actually second. sorry, no, no, sorry, you miss the first round yeah, that's of finals. It, yeah. So yeah. what happens if you finish first or second, you miss the first round. Then um, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth playoff 
in, and then once that happens, and Melbourne City were fifth beat Wellington, which was a big deal, and then ended up playing Melbourne Victory in a semi-final, which in long regards, Melbourne City finished fifth. If if Hamilton Academical, which is yeah. fifth in, in the SPFL, was to, yeah. was to basically play in a semi-final against Celtic uh, in a Scottish League Cup, you'd go, this is bullshit. Yeah. But that, I guess that's the point of equalisation with Australian well, soccer. Well, I mean, it's sort of, that's that's the thing about, like, you think about, because we, we sort of go, oh, why isn't there finals? But it makes sense not to have finals when a team's first, when they've, like, played that many played games that many. and they're first. Well, uh, AFL, Aussie rules, Fremantle Football Club, yeah. top of the ladder, won, what, won every, basically. Probably top. the best game, all, probably the best team all season. Yep, and then uh, don't even make the grand final. Yeah. So that's like Celtic being top of the table and then ha- Hamilton Academicals, Academical coming out of nowhere, um, playing pretty average soccer, uh, football, going into the final and then winning. Yeah. So I kind of love love the SPFL for that and EPL and, and stuff like that for that regard because there's that chase. There's that, oh, this guy needs to win this game and this game. Whereas with Aussie A-League, um, the minor premiership's done and you're just worried about finals. You don't care who finishes first, who finishes like Wanderers, Western Sydney Wanderers have never won the A-League, but they've come first three times. Yeah. So... It, it it's it's something that I love about the SPFL and I'm really looking forward to um, hopefully getting through that qualification stage. If we win, uh, we get to... Obviously, top spot gets to make that Champions League qualification, which means that we get play in that qualification round, which is kind of fair because most teams who finish first just go in automatically, like PSG and Real Madrid which and you've talked, like Which you've talked about, which is like, you know, if there's one team that makes it, why can't it be... Like, why does it have to be qualification, period? But I understand now, looking at in depth at the SPFL, especially this year, I mean, every year I've always watched Celtic, but I've never kind of looked at other teams, but I've understood now that uh, you look at other teams and you go, wow, this is this is understandable. It would be a travesty if Aberdeen were to win the league and then all of a sudden they play Champions League and they're versing PSG, Man United and Real Madrid. It would be it would be an absolute slaughter. Yeah. So I get that and Malmö beat us for qualification, which was just a pip the post. We won the first leg 3-2 and then lost the second leg, uh, which really sucked, but... If that's hey, that's how the cookie crumbles, and if we need to, if we want to play in Champions League, then we need to beat teams to be there, and I understand that now. Um, so I hope we win the league this year, and I hope we move on to bigger and greater things uh, from that. But hopefully, I'll forget about Champions League during the off season. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of, um, let's go a bit off topic. Let's let our hair down for a bit. We got the final final stretch. We got what five minutes left. Oh, um, not timed, but yeah. Sure. We're not timed show, but let's say we got five minutes left. We want to tell you a little story. Uh, so we play for a team called Shots Fight FC. Uh, do you want to tell how you got involved? Well, I was... Uh, I uh, discovered that... This is a bit of a more backstory that needs to be told, but anyway. I discovered Adrian was in my uni. I didn't know it at first and then yeah. all of a sudden he was in the same class as me and I thought it was weird and we've known each other for quite a while before that anyway um, so we just got talking and then he was telling me that he's you know he wants to get a soccer league a so- indoor soccer team started and I was sort of I hadn't played any sport for a while so I was like oh yeah I might do that so he's, he's like yeah I'll see. He's, he's like oh. he said to me I'll see what's happening because I've got some people lined up turns out not many, not that many people were lined up no so then I ended up making the team um, <laughs> and yeah we decided to call it shots fired just you know in, in jokes and stuff um, and yeah, I think that was, that was 
basically the gist of it. Yeah, I but mean, we we ended up having a lot of people that wanted to play. Now we do. And they all then they all like said, "No, we can't." And then, yeah, it's been, it's sort of been a fluctuation of people playing and people not playing. A fluctuation or a fluctuation? Fluctuation. <laughs> I guess there was a Freudian slip. I guess you could say that as well. Yeah. I think um, our team, it's, our team plays, uh, again, it's like your, your, you know, five-a-side team, but we have five on and three on the bench. Um, we had a squad of that, of that caliber, eight. And now we have a squad of 11 <laughs> and we have to try and pick a side each week. And um, it's a big deal. Which is, which is. Yeah, I think you're gonna, I was going to say the same thing, yeah. which is a big deal because we're not that good of a side in general, so, and yet everyone wants to play for us. And I think that it's because we create an atmosphere that... And I, this is what... I'm kind of doing a full circle here, but I created this team to kind of be like Celtic in a way. And I know that sounds like, what are you trying to say there? I didn't choose the same colours. I chose you know a black and red just because that no one... I was watching other teams play previously and... It was just a colour that wasn't chosen. Which we've now since learned that it clashes quite a bit. It clashes with one derby team. But um, anyways, um, the point with it is that I created it so that we get that camaraderie that you get with being a Celtic fan. I don't live in Scotland. I've never visited Scotland. My mum is born there and I cannot believe I've never been there. She lived most of her life there and I've never visited. And And it hurts. But I'll watch Celtic games late at night. I'll tweet about it. I'll be on Facebook. And people interact with you because they're your friends. And you make friends through that. And it was something that I really wanted to do with Shots Fired and with our indoor team. So long story short, we were terrible, absolutely terrible for three seasons. And now, well, we were undefeated until two nights ago, uh, until we versed our mortal enemy, uh, one of our mates. But uh, we just thought this would be a friendly little thing to mention during the week, so that way we have something to brag about. Or yeah, we might we to won't talk about it. it. We might not talk about it for that long, but nah. it'll be like maybe a maybe a weekly or a, bi- a sorry a, a, a monthly a thing, fortnightly thing maybe. I'm, I'm hoping it's just a weekly thing. We talk about it for the last five minutes. <laughs> you can tune out if you want. You don't have to, and then we go back to circle. But we are first on the ladder, which for the first time ever, we had never strung together two wins in a row before this season. We'd never won more than two wins in a season, and now. We've got five wins, one loss, and yep. uh, still we're uh, ahead on five points. points cl- four, four points five clear. Five points clear. Five points clear. Which is insane. So this, <laughs> we'll have a joke and jest uh, about about shots fired. We'll be like shots fired, uh, top of the league, guys. Uh, so get on that hashtag shots fired at Aussie Boys and, as well. And the owners can't really believe it either. Yeah, the owners being being myself and Jamie. Uh, no, no, I meant the owners of the indoor. <laughs> oh, indoor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you meant the owners of the club. I'm like, yeah. No. No, the owners of indoor they they pity us, so they literally pitied us all they, the they, time. They, they to, to give an Australian expression, they take the piss so much that it gets annoying. Yeah, they would literally call us shit in front of us, and now we can prove it to them wrong. So um, we're hoping to to win the league and uh, do it for Celtic fans everywhere, and we'll we'll dedicate it to you if we can get it, and uh, <laughs> we'll let you know how that goes, and we'll we'll make joke joke posts, and and we'll I'll take photos of uh, Jamie playing when I'm on the bench, and he can do vice versa just to take the piss of each other. Oh, I'll probably be on the ground when you take those shots because yeah. that's where I spend most of the time playing the game anyway. Yeah, he's, he literally falls over everything. He's Bambi. My but, knees are like non-existent now. Yeah. That's okay. Tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, if we're not bleeding by the end of the game, then we didn't play indoor. Enough, we yeah. didn't try hard enough because indoor every week bleeding from the from the fucking elbows. And interestingly, there's not many rules in our indoor league. 
Yeah, our indoor league's... Supposed to be, but there isn't. Our indoor league's like an old firm derby between Glasgow Rangers and Glasgow Celtic. It's it's basically free-for-all. As long as you don't kill anyone, you're fine. Like, you can stab someone, shiv them, whatever. As long as you don't kill them, you're fine. Yeah. I almost got hit in a game, and the guy would just get a warning, and he's like, yeah, play on. <laughs> My favourite was the day that... Um, we kind of picked up on that we can do whatever we want as long as the other team's done it first. Yeah. And uh, I've elbowed people in the face now. Um, yeah. So have you. My favourite's when you when you literally like go up for a jump and you just deck them and they're on the ground and I'm just like, this is... This would not go in any European league. This wouldn't go in the SPFL. This would not go in any league in general. I think we get away with it because I get away with it because they're generally bigger bodies than our team in general. Yeah, we're pretty small bodies. So they just because because they're half the time they're muscling our guys around, <laughs> and there's no free kick paid. Although they do pay advantage a lot. Yeah, but uh, that's our shots fired segment of the week. We'll keep you updated on how good or shit we are. And if we don't talk about it, we're probably not doing well. <laughs> yeah, if we don't talk about it, we're probably lost. Um, we'll keep you updated throughout the week. And we might even, uh, we're, I'm hoping if we were to make finals, we might do a live stream because we have some players who are overseas at the moment in Wales uh, for the off-season. For He's sitting out this season, and uh, so we're going to do a live stream of the game. Well, worst case, it'll be recorded. Yeah, and we'll pop that up, pop that up on the Aussie Boys Twitter, and you can have a have a gander, or if not, we'll just keep putting our Celtic highlights up there. But um, it's been great talking with you, Jamie. It's this is this is what I've been wanting to do for a while, and you can I tell know. by the I, amount. Of I talk could tell during the two weeks that we've been discussing it. So it's it's something for me that I'm really excited for you to learn about, and I can't wait till you're telling me things about this this whole thing. So um, I hope I hope the listeners really enjoyed it because I have had so much fun tonight. Um, it's whatever time it is on a on a Friday night, eleven fifty two p.m. Uh, we're in my car. It's fogged up as shit. Everyone thinks we're making out. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. Mm. I'm sure your parents literally pull up and they looked. At, they looked. They looked at me before and they're like, "What are you doing in the?" It's car? fogged up in the car with Adrian. That ginger guy is probably making out with you. It's it's up. No, but um, what well, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us ramble on. But we like to talk about this journey that Jamie's going on as a new Celtic fan and also talking about, obviously, old stuff with myself. I'll, I'll try and keep things relevant and on topic, but um, in the meantime, our, as Aussie boys, we're he, obviously, Jamie will be learning and we'll be talking about all the things to do with Celtic. So, And just from a technical perspective, obviously, like if we keep this up, we're not going to be sitting in the car all day long. No. Because it sounds like shit and it feels like shit. And I'll try and remember to speak into the microphone. <laughs> That's okay. I think, uh, as is, obviously, as we've said before, this is week one. It's probably irrelevant by week two because the game's already passed. Yeah. But if you guys have enjoyed it, please uh, give us a give us a follow at the Aussie Boys. Give us a tweet. If you think it's shite, tell us it's shite. If you think it's fun, have a good time. And tell we, me. We might, I don't know, I've never pitched this to you, but we might try and maybe do like a half an hour after a game or something. I'm hoping to do post-match. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would love to do post-match podcasts. Even make this post-match every time. Yeah. And make this podcast post-match. So hopefully we can... Or even have like maybe like 10 minutes before it or something. Speak about yep. what and then after. our expectations and then afterwards and, after. and then continue so, it on. So that's that's what we'll be doing. But yeah, let's do that next game. Um, next game is Hamilton Academical tomorrow night. Um, if we don't do it tomorrow, we'll do midweek again. And if not, we'll move on to Fenerbahce on the week after. Great talking with you, Jamie. We are the Aussie boys. Follow us at? At Aussie Boys. A-U-S-S-I-E-B-H-O-Y-S. He can spell, ladies and gentlemen. He can spell. Graduated year six. Oh, yes. So follow us there or email us at Aussie Boys 
at gmail.com. We'll try to get a Facebook page up as well. Yeah, and we'll get us up and running and uh, we'll get every social media underway so that you guys can be a part of this. So thanks for being a part of the Aussie boys and I hope you enjoyed it. Ciao.